The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Good Friday. All that good stuff. Um, I am Desiree Renee, and welcome to Learning Blind Tech with Desiree Renee this afternoon. Uh, today, we are going to um, be covering Audacity, um, how to download it, install it, kind of configure it, uh, even play around with some recording of tracks and different things like that. So hopefully uh, it will be interesting to uh, the listeners. And I really thank you for joining us. And I want to thank Sheila and Herbie for hosting, streaming, all that good stuff. I want to thank ACB for allowing me to to do this. I'm enjoying it a lot. And um, I uh, I want to also let everyone know that if you have questions, I will be pausing in between um, parts of this too for questions. But if you have anything that you want to contact me with feedback about, you can email me at uh, my first name, Desiree, D-E-S-I-R-E-E, at Desiree Renee, spelled R-E-N-A-E dot com. Um, so with that, I want to go ahead and get started because it's quite a bit of material here. So I will, um, the uh, demonstration portions of this are pre-recorded, so I'll be playing those. And um, so the first part I'm going to start with is uh, finding the download file for Audacity and installing it and kind of going through some of the preferences menus. Um, to set up uh, different configurations th so that you're able to go ahead and record your tracks. So I'm going to share my screen now, and you will be able to hear my audio here. One second. Okay. So hopefully you can all hear Jaws here. See backslash users. Is everybody hearing my Jaws talking? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Now we're going part two, to play part our part one, and here we go. Speech on demand. All right. So now we're going to walk through downloading Audacity and installing it, and then we'll also touch on basic configurations when you're going to record something. So the first thing we have to do is find the download file and this is going to be using Windows 11 and JAWS 2024. So I'm going to go to Google Chrome first. Address and search bar edit. And I've got my search bar here. And then the website is going to be audacityteam.org. So I'm just going to go ahead and type that in. Hey, Audacity download. Audacity.org. As you can tell, it's actually putting it in there for me because I've already been to this website on this computer. So, um, so I'm going to press enter here. Audacity registered free audio editor, recorder, music making, and more. H has two regions, 11 headings, and 37 links. Audacity. Okay, so I'm on the main page now, and it's telling me, of course, that this is a free audio editor. For what you get, it's really good. Um, it's got a lot of effects that are built in, um, a lot of options that are totally free. So, and they have a version for Windows as well as for Mac. So this today we'll be focusing on the Windows version. I am exploring the Mac version a little bit more because honestly the sound drivers on my Mac are better than 
those on my Windows device. So I may actually eventually switch over to doing all of my recording and editing on my Mac. Uh, but for now, I'm going to show you, because a lot of us do have Windows, I'm going to go ahead and show you um, the Windows version. And th this is using JAWS. NVDA works with Audacity. It is a little bit different, and we can touch on that too a little uh, later on. But for now, let's just go ahead and download and install the program. So I'm going to go to my first heading using the H key here. Audacity is the world's most popular audio editing and recording app heading level one. Link. Okay, and I'm going to arrow down Download here. Audacity 3.4.2. And this is right here. The very top link after, under that heading is the download, and that's the newest version 3.4.2. So I'm going to press enter on that link. Audacity registered free audio editor, recorder, music making, and more. Link. Recent download history. So it's quick. It already downloaded that for me. So I'm going to go to my downloads folder here using Control J. Downloads Google Chrome. Search downloads edit. Land. More actions button menu. Press space to act table. Column one. Row one. And I tab two times to get over to the table, and I see the Audacity window installer 3.4 um, exe file. So I'm going to go ahead and press Enter on that to run it. Window dialog. Downloads Google Chrome. Print with four columns and eight rows. Audacity Win 3.4.264 x link. Column one, row one. Select setup language. Select the language to use during the installation. Combo box. English. Touch. Right. So I'm going to leave it at English. Okay. Button to activate. Press, press okay. setup. Setup Audacity dialog. Next button to activate. Press space bar. Alt plus N. I'm just going to walk through these these different buttons. I don't make any changes or customizations right here. I just basically install it on my C drive. When you are ready to continue with setup, click next. Back button to next button to continue. Click next. If you would like to select a different folder, click browse. Edit. Uh -huh. Browse dot dot back button to next button. Next. Select the additional tasks you would like set up to perform while installing Audacity. Then click next. Preview. Create a desktop shortcut. Check two or four. To now check I do want to. I want a desktop shortcut for sure. I'm going to go ahead and press tab. Select the additional tasks you would like set up to perform while installing Audacity. Then click next. Back button to next button to. And then tab to install. Cancel button to act. Click install to continue with the installation, or click back button to act. install button to activate. Cancel button to activate. Okay. Press space bar. And now it's installed. Setup is finished. Installing it's Audacity done. on your computer. The application may be launched by selecting the installed shortcuts. Click finish to exit setup. Preview launch Audacity checked. One to one. And when I click finish or select finish, I am going to be then launching Audacity. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Finish button to act. Finish. And now it's updated and it's running and we are in our basic track view table. So this is basically empty. And right now what I typically do before I do anything else is I look at my preferences because those are going to determine how it records and the inputs and outputs and different things it uses. So I am going to press control P for preferences here. Preferences, audio settings, dialogue, category, preview, audio settings, one of 16, to move through or expand items. Now there are several categories here in preferences. Let's just go through these and then I'll, I'll uh, explain them. And then there's probably only a couple that we're going to touch on because the, the other ones um, are more advanced that we could get to in future episodes. But so the first thing is our audio settings. Playback, to move through or expand items. Use the Playback, so that's what you hear when you play back through Audacity. Recording to move through or expand. Recording, that's what you, the inputs that you're using to record. MIDI devices to move through or expand. MIDI devices, so if you have a keyboard uh, or a MIDI device that you have plugged into your computer, you can set your preferences for that here. Quality to move through or expand items. The quality is um, all of your, your sampling and recording and different rates that you want to use. And 
Um, the default settings are pretty good, but you may want to mess with those too, depending on the sampling rate you want and what your drivers on your computer can handle. Interface to move through or expand items. Interface, it's uh, another um, input, if you have another input device or mixer type. Tracks open to move through or expand items. Use the arrow keys. And now here's preferences inside of your tracks. Level 1. Tracks behaviors. 1 of 2. To and move. the behaviors of the tracks. Spectrograms. To move through or expand items. Use the arrow keys. And this is a kind of a visual thing that you would use if you can see uh, the levels and different things on the spectrum um, for your equalizer. Uh, I don't ever mess with that one. Level 0. Import slash export open. 1 item. To move through import or expand and items. Export. Use the arrow. That'll give you the different audio file types you can export to and import from and that kind of thing. And um, also change your quality for those. Level 1, extended imports, 1 of 1, to move through, level 0, libraries, 9 of 16. Libraries, that'll be where it pulls your files from or saves them to by default. Um, you can change them every time you save a file or a project, but this is where you would set up the default, and it also um, will uh, handle all of your effects and plugins and different things. Directories, to move through, expand items, use the arrow keys. And directories, again, it's, it's similar to libraries here. Warnings, to move through, expand items, use the arrow keys. Effects to move through or expand items, use the arrow keys. Now this is where you would see all of the different plugin options you have for your effects, like echo and reverb and, and different things like that. Shortcuts to move through or expand items, use the arrow keys. You can key. set up your own keyboard shortcuts to do different things if you'd like to. That is definitely a handy option, uh, but you know, definitely more advanced for sure. Mouse to move through or expand items, use the arrow keys. I don't mess with that because I don't use a mouse. Modules to move through or expand items, use the arrow keys. Application to move through or expand items, use the arrow keys. So that's the very bottom of the list now. So I'm going to go back up to the top and we'll kind of run through a couple of these more important top uh, features so that we can set it up to record something. And I basically, because I'm importing files that already have all of the instruments and all of that, and all I'm doing is adding a vocal track, I don't mess with a lot of these really advanced settings. But definitely uh, there may be some things that I could improve my own recordings on if I if I play with some of these. So I'm going to go back up to the top here. Recording, playback, the audio settings, the move through audio settings, I'm just going to press tab through this one. Interface host, combo box, MME, one of three, to change the selection, Windows Direct Sound, two of three, Windows Wasabi, three of three, Windows so Direct, MME, I one of typically leave it on the MME for Windows. Um, it is cleaner than some of the Windows Direct and other sounds, but it just depends on your configuration for your machine. Playback device, combo box, headphones, zoom, P4 audio, two of three, to change. So this is where I can set uh, what I want it to play back through. Um, right now I have it plugged into my Zoom P4 mixer. So I have a headset on and I want the playback of my Audacity tracks to go through my P4. If I wanted to change that. Speakers, Realtek, R audio, three of three. Headphones, Microsoft Sound Mapper Outputs, one of three. Headphones. So those are the different choices for, for playback. I'm gonna tab again. Recording device, combo box, microphone, zoom, P4 audio, two of three. To change now the again, you have a couple of other options to record from. Of course, since I am using my mixer, I want to use that as my input and the microphone um, that goes to it. Microsoft sound mapper input, one of three. Micro microphone array Intel registered smart. But that's the other options that you have, your computer microphone. And if you have a, another external microphone, USB microphone plugged in, you can select that too to be your recording device. Microphone. Recording channels, combo box, two stereo, two of two, to change the selection. I typically keep it on stereo. 
Um, you can change it to mono. Because I'm using my mixer, I pretty much get mono anyway. But if I ever wanted to use an external microphone that's stereo, I want to have that option open to me. So I leave it at stereo. Quality project sample rate combo box 44100HZ6014. So 44100 is the default um, sampling rate that you want to listen to your projects. I typically like it a little bit higher than that, so I'm going to down arrow here. 48000 hz I know from experience that after, uh, once you get to about 96, uh, my particular laptop won't handle that well. So I am going to put it at 48 because I know that that works pretty well. Quality sample radio when recording new tracks, mixing down tracks, and for playback in this project button to activate press space bar. Quality default sample rate combo box 44103200448000. I like this to be at least at 48 so that my recording quality is better. Quality default sample format combo box 32 bit float 303 to change the. And I just leave that alone. It's a default. Um, 24 bit, 2 of 3. Go less. 16 bit, 1 of 20, 32. But 32 is your highest, and I, I leave it there. Latency buffer length, milliseconds edit, 100. Now, these latency buffers you'll have to mess with because it just depends on your computer. Sometimes you'll have to change these numbers a little bit. Um, there's this one, this latency buffer, um, and then there's one right after it. Latency, latency compensation. It's a compensation. Um, and that's the one I typically change. Um, it's by default, I think it's at minus 200. I put mine at minus 130 because what that does is when you record a track and you're recording it with another track, it helps to match them up or line them up together so that you don't have that lagging in between and you know where you're singing and it's a little bit behind your music. Um, you definitely don't want that. Um, I had to go through quite a bit of testing and messing around before I came up with the one, minus 130 for my particular computer. And every computer is different, so I've had to reset that at different numbers based on my computer. And it, it all just depends on what you want the sound to be like. If you have it a little bit behind, you can always kind of cut the first millisecond or so of the track to kind of make them match. Um, but that is, if it'd be easier if you have it matched when it, when you're recording it. Okay, button to activate, cancel button, help button to activate, so that's category the, preview, audio settings. audio settings category, and that's one of the most important ones. Always check your, your playback and your recording devices to make sure that you're using the microphone and the headphone or speaker that you want to use. Playback to move through or expand items. So the let's go through the playback options here. Preferences, playback dialog, effects preview length, seconds edit, six, type and text. So if you wanted a preview when you want to add an effect to something, um, you can choose how long that plays back to you before you apply it to your, your sound file. So it, the default is six seconds, so it gives you six seconds of time that it'll play back. Um, you can increase or decrease that depending on your own preference. Cut preview before cut region, seconds edit, two, type and text, alt plus D. And if you're doing clips or different things, you can change that number as well. Cut preview after cut region, seconds edit Before one, and type and text, alt plus seek time when playing short period, seconds edit one, type and text, alt plus s. And you can seek time when playing. Now, if you, um, I actually might change this just for the heck of it. One, selection Because deleted. right now it, it, it's one second and it takes forever. So I'm gonna see if it'll let me increase it to, I don't know, maybe 10 seconds. Um, because then I can, when I press the right and left arrow keys, 
it'll move me a little bit faster through my song than like by the second. Seek time when playing long period, seconds edit, 15, type and text, alt plus n. Options, micro fades, checkbox not checked, the check press space bar, alt plus options, always scrub on pin, checkbox checked, the clear check mark. These I don't ever mess with. Okay, button to add, cancel, help button to add, category. Pretty much leave those alone. Now the recording preferences are pretty important, so I'm going to go down to those. Recording to move through it. Preferences, recording dialogue, options, your other tracks while recording over dub, checkbox checked. Now you want to be able to do that for the most part, unless you're recording tracks totally separately. You want to be able to hear the track that you're recording with. So if one track is your karaoke music file and then you're recording your vocal track, you definitely want to be able to hear your music while you're recording. So always leave that checked for the most part. Options, audible input monitoring, checkbox not checked. So check. Audible input monitoring. So if you wanted to plug a headset in and you wanted to hear, now I can hear myself because I'm using a mixer, but if I weren't, I could actually hear myself through a headset while I was recording, um, if, if it was plugged directly into my computer. Sometimes that's handy because then you can see, um, you know, how, what the sound is going to be like. There are times when that can be a problem because it's a little bit delayed when it plays through the headset, so it might make your vocals a little bit slower than your music. And again, you can play with that with your latency settings. Options record on the new track checkbox not checked. The check press space bar. Uh, record on a new track. So I actually always check, check that because I would want to start a new track every time I record a new, you know, like I like to do two or three, sometimes four takes of my vocals. And I want all of those to be on their own tracks when I record them. So I, I keep that checked. Options, detect dropouts, checkbox checked, the clear checkmark. Detect dropouts, I don't actually like that. So I don't check that by default. Um, because sometimes what it thinks is a dropout and it'll, it'll kind of take away from some of your things you're recording and change the, uh, the timing and everything. So I just keep that unchecked by, by my own preference. Sound activated recording enable checkbox not checked. The check press. And that's if you wanted to only record when it hears sound coming through your microphone. Um, again, it can kind of be picky about what it thinks is a sound input and what, what you don't want it to be. So I keep that unchecked as well. Sound activated recording level DB left right slider 16%. And so you don't need to set that since um, you're not going to, if you don't use that, but you can, if you'd like, okay, I want it to sound, re start recording every time it hears something louder than, you know, 16% or, or louder. Um, and then it'll start recording by itself. Name newly recorded tracks, custom track name, checkbox not checked, the check press space bar, alt plus n. This is just what it will call the recording tracks. I typically leave it um, unchecked and then I go in and manually rename them because I want to change it every time, pretty much. Name newly recorded tracks, track number, checkbox not checked, the check press space bar, alt plus t. Name newly recorded tracks, system date, checkbox not checked, the check press space bar, alt plus t. I don't have any of these checked. Name newly recorded tracks, system time, checkbox not checked, the check punch and roll, recording pre-roll, seconds edit, five, type and Now, punch and roll is pretty handy. So, say you're recording something and you you know you kind of want to re-record at the very end. You don't want to have to start all over again. You can find the spot in your song and then you can press, um, I think it's shift D. It will start basically five seconds before that and then you can just start singing and then it'll start recording where you've set your cursor so you can basically fix whatever mistake you might have made um, and you can have that five seconds by default or you can make it go back even further or less depending on 
how far back you want to go before you start kind of recording over something that you did, a mistake or something you want to fix. Punch and roll recording crossfade, milliseconds edit, and type and And it'll kind of crossfade you, that, that out and you in. So you just kind of start singing and go with it. And what I do is I just kind of let it go. I'll sing with the, while it's playing me. And then when it starts my spot where I want to record over, I'm already going. So it's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> okay, button. So those are the preferences really that I mess with um, for, for playing and recording. I do sometimes quality mess with this quality a little bit here. Let's just go through some of these settings and the quality preferences. Preferences, quality dialogue, real-time conversion, sample rate converter, combo box, medium quality, two or four. The change, low quality, fast, medium quality, two, high quality, three or four. I usually like it on higher quality um, just because then it really gives me an idea of what it's going to sound like. Real-time conversion, ditter, combo box, none, one to four. To change the selection, use the arrow keys, alt plus D. I don't change any of that. High quality conversion, sample rate converter, combo box, best quality, slowest, four or four. To change this. And I do the best quality for the highest, even though it's a little slower, I know that it's going to sound the, the clearest that it can. High quality conversion, ditter, combo box, shaped, four or four. To change the selection, Okay button. And I don't touch press any space. of that other stuff. So the only thing, the only change I made was that I wanted the sampling rate to be on the higher quality side rather than medium, which is the default. So now I'm going to press OK here. Audacity, track view table. And that applied all of my changes in my preferences that I just made. So that's basically downloading, installing, and setting up basic preferences in Audacity. Okay, so that's the end of that. I know there's a lot of information there. Um, and, you know, I just touched on it briefly. So there will probably be a lot of questions or different things as you go through it. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of it's just kind of playing around with it and uh, and testing it yourself. And, you know, you it's free, so you can do that as, as at will. And um, there are plugins for different effects that you can add for free, or there are some paid plugins you can do as well. Um, so I want to pause briefly before the next part and see if anybody has any questions. Sue Ellen. Hi, Sue Ellen. Oh, my microphone is where it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know how that goes. Anyway, um, what I was wondering now, you're saying that if you're trying to play your track through headset, it can, it can, um, there can be a bit of a delay. Uh, so say you're recording something, but you want to, um, I've got a headset mic. Mm -hmm. If there's going to be a bit of a delay, is that what you're saying? There may be, yeah, and and it'll come out in the recording itself um, because it takes it a little longer to get to, through to the headset and out to you, and then you're singing it through. Um, that's where you would, however you want to record it, you would test and, and mess with that latency setting, um, and you might want to either you know make it lower or higher depending on the sound of it. Um, I typically the if, if it's behind a little bit, you want to go less. So it's right now, like mine's at minus 130 for the compensation. You might right. want to go minus 150 or um, it just all depends on how it sounds when you listen to it again. Um, but while you're recording it, you'll be able to hear the music and you'll be able to hear what you're going to sound like mixed with the music. So hopefully that's 
that helps a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, I, I typically don't use the input monitoring setting unless I'm recording something uh, that doesn't involve another track because it just it's hard to kind of get those to match up exactly. But once it's recorded, you can kind of um, cut little bits of it off if it's a little behind and make them match. So, so you can record without um, hearing the track, um, without hearing the, the track. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll hear, you'll, I mean, you want to be able to hear your music track, but right. if you just want to record something like acapella, say, uh, then the monitoring is fine because it doesn't matter if it's a little bit delayed. Um, you and then can you just, can merge it together um, yeah. with the track later. Yes. Yep. You can okay. put them, import them both and, and match them up. Yep. Okay, cool. Awesome. Carla. I missed the very beginning of this. I always, because of my work schedule, come in a little late. Um, can no, you I get that. The, can you give the website um, one more time for yes. me to download yes. it? I guess you're going to get into these things later, but you can cut and paste and do things like that too, right? Yes, once you download it. So, And I neglected to spell it too. So it's going to be um, www.audacityteam.org. And Audacity is A U D I. A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y-T-E-A-M, all one word, dot org. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. That's all you've got for now. All right. So, oh, um, wait a minute. Oh, oh. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it not recommended to use the microphone, the your laptop's microphone? Is it better to use an external mic? Yes. Um, and, and the reason for that, well, there's a couple of them, but one of them is um, that if you're using the internal microphone and you're also using the speaker to kind of play through, you're not going to be able to separate your vocals from the music. So it'll be all mixed up on one track. So you'll hear what's coming out of your computer speaker as well as your voice um, in one track. So, and, you know, external microphones, uh, you can get them for not too terribly expensive, but it, yes, it's typically better to, to record using that. Um, now, that being said, there are like the if you're just doing an acapella thing or you're doing something where you can change your playback, that's why they let you split. You can change your playback to a headset and then your microphone can be a whole separate thing. So you could play around with that too. You could uh, plug a headset in, have that set as your playback and then your recording set as your computer mic. So you're not getting the, you know, the music through the computer and see how you like that sound. It's all a, kind of a preference thing too on what you like sound wise. I mean, I have one of these microphone, one of these jacks that I guess it, some of times it, it serves as a headset and sometimes it serves yeah. as a microphone. That's and the I, trouble I, with laptops now is that you get one jack and you have to set it to be what you want it. So if it's just going to be a microphone and sometimes it'll it'll pop up when you plug it in, it'll say, which would you like this to be a headphone or a microphone? And you can pick it. Um so yeah, it's it's kind of finicky that way. That's I I always feel like using a mixer is just is easier, and you can I, I have a P4, but there are other mixers 
that you can get for like $30 that literally gives you some inputs and you just plug that into your computer directly, um, either USB or or whatever, and then it gives you a lot of um, options. Okay, thank you. No problem. Michael. Hi, Desiree, and thank you so much for doing this. Uh, what is the uh, minimum Windows uh, requirement like uh, uh, Windows uh, 10, Windows 7, Windows 12? Um, I, I've used it on Windows 10 and 11. Um, I used to use it on 7, but I haven't for a long time. I think, obviously, um, you know, it keeps that they update the program. Um, there are older versions, I think, that you can go out and download from from other sites. But um, they have the updates right now it will work well with uh, 10 and 11. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Oh, I'm so glad people are, are enjoying this. So this next thing I'm going to play is um, basically kind of going through recording a pretend little track um, and just some of the basics that way. So we'll go ahead and play that. Now we're going to go through recording uh, a little bit of a track just so you get an idea what it's like to record yourself. So this is before you would import a file. We'll go through that in a bit. So I'm starting with an empty project. I can kind of check that now Title is Audacity. with insert T. If it had a, a project loaded, it would tell you the name of the project. So I know it's totally empty. There are shortcut keys for playing pausing, recording, and that kind of thing. So to play something, usually you can use space and that will play and stop it. Now, if you press space, it stops it and takes your cursor back up to the beginning of your file. If you wanna stop and save your spot, then you would use X. So while you're playing something, you would use the X key. Um, you can actually go into the menus and kind of get an idea of these. So I'm going to show you that. So if you menu go to the file. menu with the Alt key, Edit e. select S. View v. Transport N. Under Transport, I'm going to go down. Transport menu. Playing sub menu. To move through items. Go into Playing. I'm going to right arrow here. Play slash stop space A. So there's Play stop a space. Play slash stop and set cursor X S. And then there's Play stop and set cursor X. And you'll do that if you want to save your spot or if you want to cut something or start selecting um, that kind of thing. Play once slash stop shift plus space O. If you want to play it once and then have it stop, it you do shift space. Pause P. -P. Pause is P. Play slash stop space A. And then back up to play uh, slash stop. So that's the playing uh, keys. Let's left arrow out of this menu. Playing sub menu A. Recording sub menu And let's R. go into recording. And I'm going to go right arrow here. Record R. R. So record is R. So that's if you're basically in an empty spot in the track view and you hit R, it's going to start recording. Down arrow. Append record shift plus R A. Append record. So if you hit shift R, it'll start recording at the end of your track. So if you already have something recorded and you want to just add to it, then you would do shift R. Timer record dot 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 shift plus T T. Timer record. So if you want to set a timer to start recording in 10 seconds or something. I use that every now and then if I know I'm going to 
need to get situated and I have to hit record. I fixed that now by using a Bluetooth keyboard and going into my little pop-up room with that. So um, I don't have to do that anymore, but I used to use that all the time. Punch and roll record shift plus D unavailable L. Punch and roll, that's what we talked about. If you make a mistake and you want to record over it, kind of starting uh, when we were talking about preferences, um, when you want to record over yourself starting at a certain place, you would press X to kind of mark your spot. This is where I want to start recording over myself. And then you would press um, Shift D. And then that what that would do is it would take you back a few seconds and play that and then start you at your start recording at the spot where you marked it to record. Pause P. And then pause is P. Record R R. And then back to record R. So those are some basic movements. Now when you're in a track you can move around with the left and right arrow keys. So let's just, I don't know, let's just record some random thing here. Um, I'm going to sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Okay, don't laugh at me. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to press R. And you'll hear Jaws, but that's not going to pick up in Audacity, so don't worry about that. Table one. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Okay, so now I'm going to press space to stop. And now I can see here that I audio have one number one. Table audio one number one. I'm in the table and I have one track now here. So I'm going to press space to play it. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. And I'm going to press space to stop that now. Now say I want to sing with myself. You know, it's fun, you're right? And and a lot of people I've noticed have been doing that on karaoke and they've been harmonizing and things. I could do a round a bit here. So now I'm gonna press R and I'm at the, I know I'm at the beginning of the track um, because I pressed space and it took me back to the beginning. So I'm gonna press R and record two of me, okay? Table two audio. Row, row, row your boat gently row, down row, the stream. Row your boat merrily, gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. So now I'm going to press space. To oh, I want to cut that part of me out I, so I don't have to hear myself telling you I hit space. Um, but now I've got two tracks. Table one audio, one row. Table two audio, two row. And if I press space. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Row, your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. So now I'm going to press. Okay, I don't. I'm going to fix that. So I'm going to go back up to this top track. Now, if you want to make any kind of alterations or changes to a track, you would press Enter to select it. Um, so if you press enter here, one audio, one selected, selected, table, one audio, one selected row. So now it tells me that anything I do now, I'm going to, um, do it on that track, um, track one, as it were. So what I want to do now is I want to cut that end part off. So I'm going to press the X key. And I'm going to let it play row, through here. Row, row your boat gently row, down the stream. Row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life. Okay, now uh, I know that's where I start talking in this track. So I've pressed X to stop in my spot. And now I'm going to go into my select menu. I'm going to press Alt. Menu bar. Edit E. Select S. And I'm going to go down. Select menu. Alt. None. N. 
Tracks submenu. I don't want tracks because that'll select my tracks. I can I can choose to select all tracks in the in the project or just one of them. I'm going to go down again. Region submenu. And this is what I want. So I want from cursor to end. And so I'm going to right arrow here. Left at playback position. L. Not that one. Right at playback position. R. Track start the cursor shift plus J S. Nope. Cursor to track and shift plus K. That's what I want. And if you if you recognize it, it does say shift K. Um, you can press that if you remember to do that. Uh, that would be quicker. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I've found uh, a little inconsistencies in some of those shortcut keys. So I'm going to press enter now. Leaving menus, table one, audio one, selected row. And I'm going to, I don't want to cut it because that'll just cut it off. I'm going to go ahead and put silence there. So I've selected from my cursor where I start talking to the end of the track. And now I'm going to go into uh, generate and I'm going to put a, a bit of silence. So I'm going to hit alt again. Menu bar, edit E, select S, view V, transport at tracks E, generate G. Okay, there's generate. So now I'm going to down arrow. Generate menu, plugin manager, jerk dot dot dot, nope. DTMF tones dot dot, noise dot dot dot, N, plug dot dot dot, E, nope. rhythm track dot dot nope. dot, reset drum dot, silence dot dot dot, S, there's my dot, silence. Dot, e, silence dot dot dot, right there. So I'm going to press enter on that. Leaving menus, table one, audio one, selected row, silence dialog, duration, duration 00H00M02S plus 31280. So it's about two seconds of silence, right? Which is about what I want. Now, every now and then it'll make an incorrect selection and it'll silence the whole track, but this time it did it correctly. So I'm going to press enter. Audacity, table one, audio one, selected row. Okay. And now I'm going to uh, press J to, un to kind of unselect everything and start at the beginning. Now I'm going to press space. Row, row, row your boat gently row, down row, the stream. Row your boat gently merrily, down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Oh, I missed a little spot there, but you can see how I cut off most of my um, stuff there. So that's that's kind of how you do that. Now, uh, let's say I want to put some reverb on this, right? So I'm going to select both of these tracks because, you know, I might as well have them both so table one audio one row one audio one one audio one selected select. enter so if, if it doesn't say selected then the tracks not selected so table two audio two row so i'm going to press enter two audio two selected selected there we go so now they're both selected now i want to uh, in basically select the entire tracks uh, all of it so that i can put the effect on all of it you can do it for part of it or whatever you want to do so I'm going to go back into my select menu select, here. New, select, select menu, alt, none, track sub, region sub, region. menu, left at playback, right at track, start the cursor, shift plus J, cursor to track, track start to end, D. Track start to end is what I'm going to pick here, so I'm going to hit enter. Leaving menus, table two, audio two, selected row. Okay, so now I have all of the, both of those tracks, everything selected. So now I'm going to add some reverb. So I'm going to go to my effects menu using the alt key. Menu box, edit, select, view, trans, track, generate, effect, analog, Oops. effect, C, effect menu, plugin manager, okay, to move, I'm going to go all reverb, the way down to reverb. Distortion and module, delay and reverb submenu. Delay and reverb submenu. So I'm going to right arrow here. Delay dot 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 D. Echo dot 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 E. Reverb dot 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 R. I use reverb a lot, so I'm going to press enter. Leaving menus. Table 2 audio 2 selected row. Reverb dialog. Room size percent edit spin box. 75. So the, value used the, zero. the higher that number is on your room size, the more kind of echoey stuff you're going to have. So you're going to sound like you're in the shower, or you can sound like you're in a different room. So it's at 75 right now. Since I don't have... Um, 
any music behind me. I'm going to lower that a little bit. So I'm going to down arrow here. 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, I'm going to put it at 50%. There we go. Now tab. Left, right slider, 50%. Read, lay, MS, edit, spin, box, 10. You can, you can mess with these if you want to. I typically don't, but you could um, change the seconds of pre-delay. Left, right slider, 5%. Reverberance, percent, edit, spin, box, 50. Reverberance. Left, right slider, 50%. Like how, how much of it do you want? And you can play with these and listen to them and kind of get an idea. Damping percent edits spin, left right slider, flip, tone low percent edits, left right slider, tone high percent, left right, wet gain DB at left right slider, 63, wet gain, dry gain, wet is typically what makes it have that floaty sound, that echoey sound, and dry is just if you were to record with no reverb at all. Left right slider, one, wet only checkbox not checked, presets and settings button, to act, preview button to activate. Okay, now if I want, I can preview this before I apply it, so I'm going to press space here. Reverb dialogue. Reverb zero percent. Reverb dialogue. That's some super reverb. reverb <laughs> so I may or may not want to apply that if I if I like that and if I had music behind me and I had a a, a little bit of a dry track and different things I might actually use that. For my taste, that's a little too much. Um, that's how you would preview it. And if you're when you're happy with it, then you can press apply and it will apply it to both of those tracks. Um, I'm not going to do that now. I'm just going to escape out of here and get back into my menu here. Sometimes it gets a little lost and you can always do control S6 to kind of put you back in your track menu. If you want to move around a little and kind of see what other options you have to play, pause, and move your cursor, Control F6 will take you Tempo edit, 120, through type of some of these different menus. Upper time signature, lower time signature, snap checkbox, audio position 00H00. give you your audio position. You can start your selections if you know exactly what numbers you want to select. Um, I used to do that. I'd write down, okay, select from 00.00.252 to this, and, and then I could actually type those numbers in. Pause button, not pressed, and table two audio, two selected row. And then I'm back into my, my track menu. Desiree? You got muted somehow. Am I? Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I don't know how that happened because yeah, I, I was just over. I was look I was looking <laughs> and I went. She got muted. What happened? Yeah, interesting. Um, so that's that's kind of um, some basics on how to start recording a track um, or two tracks and and messing around with those. Um, again, a lot of that is gonna you know it it just depends on personal preference and listening to it and deciding um, what you want to um, to include and have in your track. So, uh, does anyone have any questions now? Nora. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. My question is, can I do that not only on the Windows or Mac? Can you also do it on your on your smartphone, iPhone, or iPad? Not currently with Audacity. Now, um, what I will say is, you can record it on your phone 
and then mm -hmm. you can import it into Audacity and edit it that way. Um, but for right now, Audacity doesn't have an iOS or iPad OS um, application. Okay, I meant yeah. You know, okay, I, I don't mean reverberation. I meant we we like saying like you mentioned it. Row 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 your boat. Um, until we work. Until you know, my first recording on the phone, and then try again on my record on my voice memo on the iPad. Yes. Yeah. So um, there are um, track recorders for that, like GarageBand and different things like that, that you can do with, with the iPad or iPhone. Um, and we definitely can cover that. For this particular program, it's it's mostly um, PC or Mac-based. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Carla. Um, again, I want to thank you for doing this. Um, and recording is something I really need to know how to do because I, I need to do it professionally for, you know, for academic um, products that LinguaLearn produces. Uh -huh. But I'm finding this all very, I, I like what I'm hearing. Okay, I like what I hear that Audacity can do and I'm impressed, but I'm finding it very overwhelming um yes because <laughs> i know you're you're just giving us a tour is that what it is you're giving us a tour. yes yes so my question is where you know so if i decide to download this and this might be a good one to start with rather than gold wave because it's free right yes and it can probably do everything i need it to do um, but um is there is there two are there tutorials for it or is there tutorial help or so I downloaded how do I you know I know that's gonna sound silly but how do I master this or what 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 should be if you're really thinking about this your first steps yeah so I mean it has a user guide um I found a lot of times the user guide talks a lot about you know clicking here and dragging with your mouse and different things they do have a list of keyboard shortcuts on their website but I have not personally found a whole lot of tutorial based stuff on this particular program it's mostly for me it's been I download it I kind of go into the menus and play around um and and set it and depending on if you're just recording like speaking spoken word kind of stuff you're not going to need a lot of these more advanced things you're just going to kind of need to know how to cut and paste and um you know get that initial recording done or import something that you've recorded you can record something on your phone and import it in there and then do your editing and export it as an mp3 so um, or a wave or whatever file type you want. Um, but it is it I haven't found a really great resource um, for for that. That's why and one of the reasons I think it's important to do things like this. So if people are more interested in covering um, you know, really going into some detail and and covering one basic thing about it and spending a lot of time on, okay, here's how I actually do some editing. Um, that's that's kind of what I why I want to do this podcast in general because I don't think there's a whole lot offered for a lot of things for us um, that don't require you to use your mouse or show you a YouTube video on how to do it and they don't actually tell you how to do it. So, good question, Lynn. Hi, Desiree. Um, Hi. I have a couple of questions. You know, I've been recording with Zoom, but I find that sometimes my 
voice is louder than the music or the voice cuts out. Yes. Would Audacity help me with this? I don't have an I don't have a P4 mixer, you know, I don't have that, but the, yes. so I know it doesn't really mix it. How do you get music and how do you how do you get the music to harmonize and equalize with your voice? So that's that's um once you, you know, record your track, that's why it's so important to have them on separate tracks because right. you can actually lower one volume, you know, the volume of one track and kind of um, you know, make it sound right. And so like um, if you import a, a, a karaoke file per right. se, and then you record a track, you can actually select just that track, turn it up or down, depending on what you want um, and make it sound, you know, more equal. Uh, I will tell you that it's, it's kind of one of those hard things, depending on what you're listening to it on. Um, right. I've had times where I've edited something with a headset and then I play it on a speaker and I'm like, God, that music is way too loud now. <laughs> so um, it is, you know, it can be a little bit tricky that way. It's just, but it, again, it's on your personal sound preferences. But yes, you can alter the levels of the tracks that you record. Um, you can even turn the music track up and down too. So, And and if you're doing a round like you were doing Row, Row Your Boat or, or something has three parts, can you mm -hmm. do all three parts in Audacity, just make them different tracks? Is yep. that right? Yes, you oh. have. I, I I think it has up to like 16 tracks you can record, you know, so you can record quite a few tracks. And then you can also like once you get one or two tracks that you're happy with and they're together, you can mix them into one track. So you have you have almost unlimited tracks that you can record. Um, and then when you're, you know, recording things, you can mute some of them. So if you if like when I do my editing, um, I'll record myself singing the same song three times, but I don't want to hear myself every time. So I'll mute those tracks I already recorded and then record a new one, you know, so you can kind of play around with muting and unmuting um, so so that you can decide which one you're happiest with. So what does the P4 do that Audacity does not? Well, the P4 is just a tool. Um, it, it, I use it not just for Audacity. I, I use it, even right now I'm using it for Zoom. Um, it just, it gives me uh, buttons and, and microphone inputs and headset inputs and different things that I can, I can use to, um, you know, edit, not just edit, but talk with even on Zoom. Um, uh, you can actually record on the P4, which I've done that as well. And when you do that, you can, um, take those files and import them into audacity for editing later so it's it's a really handy tool for me um and i know you know several people um in our community use it as well you have like four microphone inputs and you you can plug your computer into it your phone into it um different things so you can get all of the sound in one place thank you so much desiree you're welcome thanks for coming and and all of that all right, Desiree, you have 10 minutes. Great. Okay. Yes. Maybe this is a little more detailed than you want to get into, but if you did if you did record your initial uh, track singing with something and, and use your phone to do that, how do you how do you import that then? I have never so, been able to yeah, that was, that's actually, um, and we may or may not have time for that snippet, but that's the next thing I was, I was covering. Um, you can go into um, the file menu, and then there's an import audio, and you can take, basically what you'll want to do is save that file somewhere on your desktop, 
um, or, you know, in your documents or wherever you want to go from. And then when you import it, it puts it as a track in Audacity. So if I have a karaoke file that I've saved, I go and you can do control shift, control shift I for import, if you remember that, or you can do it through the file menu and just go to import audio. And then you pick the file you want, you press enter, and it um, puts that in as a track. And then you can you can edit that track or you can record with that track, depending on what you want to do. But if um, that track initial track is on your phone, how do you get it over to your computer? Um, so I I use iCloud Drive myself, and so I'll save it into my iCloud Drive. And then I'll go into the import menu and I have that, you know, installed on my, my Windows PC. So I can go in there and find that file. Um, you could possibly um, email it to yourself maybe, or if you don't have iCloud Drive, um, just, but you have to be able to get it off of the phone. Um, right. That, that's to, my, yeah. I was thinking about emailing it to myself. Yes, you can do that. And then once you take that attachment and save it somewhere, then you can right. go ahead and import it in Audacity. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And and I, I did kind of cover that in this, but it's it's like 12 minutes long. So I don't think we will have time for it this time. Um, but it's basically, um, you know, going into the menus uh, of Audacity, finding the import audio and then you can import uh, different kinds of files. It lets you import M4A and um, MP3 or WAVE, different types of audio files. Um, and then once you've recorded it, I kind of touched on it, and, and I think I'll just play that next time, and we'll we'll use that as a, a springboard for the next episode. But um, uh, you can export that once you're happy with all of the editing and things you've done, and you can export it into an MP3 and save it on your desktop, and then you'll be able to email it or do whatever you want to do with it. It's it's a it's a fun process, <laughs> um, and and I you know. I've, I mean, when I was younger, I used to play around with recording and I'd have, you know, two tape recorders and go back and forth. And I thought, wow, I made two of myself. I'm so, you know, smart, <laughs> not really, but, um, but I enjoy, you know, overdubbing and uh, making it sound good. And that's just kind of one of my hobbies. And so um, I, I, I'm very, you know, aware that a lot of people it's, not necessarily something that they want to spend a ton of time on. They just want to be able to record it and, you know, maybe do a bit of editing and then send it and do kind of some, some of the basics. So I totally, um, I want to be, you know, aware of that too. Arla. So when you recorded Row, Row, Row Your Boat and then sang with yourself, was the procedure procedure that you started playing the first file, row, row, row your boat, and then pressed X and then started singing with it, or what exactly were the commands? It sort of happened so fast. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. So, um, no. So what you do is actually, um, once you know you're at the start, I always, if I'm, if I'm ever in doubt of where my cursor is, I always hit the letter J to make sure that I'm not selecting anything. I don't have any, and I'm right at the beginning. Uh, I make sure that none of the tracks are selected. 
So I would press enter on them or, you know, make sure they're not selected. And then when you press R, it actually starts playing for you and recording at the same time. So you just press R and then you're going to record your second track while it's playing that first track. Does that make sense? Not really. So the first step would be, okay, so you record the first track Mm -hmm. and after it's recorded, um, you know, step by step, um, what are yeah, the- so so once it's recorded, um, and it's not going to automatically select it when you record it. So that's a good thing. So once it's recorded, then you can you press space to stop it, and then you're at the beginning again. And then you just press R. and then it'll start playing that track you recorded and then recording at the same time. So it'll start playing that first track that you're going to sing with, and then you can you can record your second track. you can sing with it. And so when you, when you you press um, to stop it and go to the beginning, and then you press R to record, mm-hmm. it starts playing the first one, and you start. Yes, and you're recording. Yeah, you are not space R, right? Not space R. No, okay. space space just uh, stops it. So you'll always press space when you're playing to stop it, and when you're recording to stop it. That's your kind of your stop. Um, toggle your stop button. So what was now, that J and X that you were doing before? So I use X if if I want to start recording from a certain place or if I want to record over something. Um, X is what sets your cursor. So if you're playing something and you say, okay, I don't want to go to the end. I don't want to start at the beginning. I just want to set my cursor. Then you would use at the X key. Um, and J is you use that when you're selecting things just to make sure nothing is selected and you're going to start from the beginning um, just to make sure that your cursor is reset. Yeah. So it's, uh, and it, and it, like I said, a lot of this is you just kind of do it and you say, oh, okay, that's, I just have to make sure this isn't selected or this is, and then um, you can, and, and there's always the undo. So if you don't like what happens, if you cut something or you do something you you don't like, um, you can always go to the edit menu and undo it or or control Z or command Z if it's on a Mac. So there's there's always that option as well. Okay, and so then at, after you're done recording, you've sung through the round, then you just stop it with the- With, um, with the space. With the space. Yes. Yep. And that, and then that'll take you to the beginning and you can play both tracks. Then when you play, it'll play both of them for you oh, that okay. you've recorded. And mm-hmm. then you can always undo by going to the which menu? Uh, you would go, you can do uh, control Z. It's just kind of a Windows uh, undo oh, command, or you can do edit and then undo. Yeah. If you go to the and, edit and menu. And then and how do you save that track that you, or those two tracks? How do you save what you just did? So you you save it's it's pretty much just like you would do in Windows. You would save the the project, um, and then that saves all the tracks in that project. So you would go through your file menu and save as and name it and put it where you want to save it on your computer, okay. and then that saves kind of a a file type that's just Audacity specific. It's not going to be the audio file that you will want to send anywhere. That's you have to export it to that. Um, so the save only does it as an audacity file. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. I really appreciate everybody coming and listening. And, and I, I think definitely next time uh, we'll, 
because I did go over some of that, but I'll I'll play that one and then we can go through even uh, recording a couple of tracks and playing around with what is it like to export it um, into something that you want to use, um, that kind of thing. So um, if anybody has any more questions that I didn't get to answer today, or um, if you're listening on, you know, on the stream on a different time, um, please feel free to contact me at Desiree, D-E-S-I-R-E-E, at Desiree Renee, spelled R-E-N-A-E dot com. Um, I would like to thank Sheila and Herbie for their help in in hosting and streaming. And um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening also. And I hope everybody has a fabulous Friday. Stay warm if you're going to get cold like we are um, (laughs) and uh, have a good weekend.